0: Hello friends and welcome to Men do Disney, episode number 147, your Disney Christmas list. I'm Thomas and joining me today is Matt. What's up everybody? And that's it. Uh, we are today two guys, but usually three guys who want to help you make the most of your Disney World vacation as well as bring some of that Disney magic into your life every day. So put on your favorite pair of Mickey ears, lower your safety harness, remain seated until the ride has come to a complete stop, and men, let's do Disney. So no Pete this week. No Pete will not be on the regular episode nor the Patreon episode this week. And um, yeah, Matt, you and I are just kind of running the show now.
1: Well, I'm happy that um, I happened to hop on Skype today because I think you were trying to do a solo podcast and leave me out
0: of the, out of the loop. No, look, Matt, Christmas is is probably your one of your favorite times of the year. You're you're always a happy go lucky human, but um, I could not do Christmas without you being included in the episode and I actually toyed when when we started talking about this I'm like man is it too early to do a Christmas gift idea podcast but no you have to buy the Christmas gifts before Christmas 100%
1: and I one of the things at least my mom has said to me my mom asked for my Christmas list and you know I'm I'm a grown adult she asked for my Christmas list um a couple of weeks ago because she um like many people are probably worried about being able to get out and about and buy Christmas gifts And I said, "Mom, what does it matter? You're going to buy everything on Amazon anyway." And she was. She just said, "Well, I need to order it to make sure there's no issues with it being delivered to me." And I, I haven't had any issues with Amazon delivery next day, have you, Tom?
0: Amazon's usually pretty good for me, but I do. uh, You know, I I would assume a lot of our families and and parents out there also like to go into the stores and and uh, do the shopping the old-fashioned way. So we are going to talk about Disney. Christmas gift ideas today, but before we do that, let's take one moment to hear from our sponsor, Kingdom Strollers.
2: So your family is coming to Orlando, and the thought of lugging your stroller onto the plane isn't your idea of fun, but you're smart enough to know that conquering the theme parks of Orlando without a stroller for your kids could be a vacation killer. As parents ourselves, we get it. You're not asking for much. Then, choose from helpful free accessories like cooler bags and rain covers. It couldn't be easier. If you have any questions or concerns, you can check our FAQ page or just give us a call. We are always ready to answer your questions. Once you've placed your reservation, there's nothing left to do except count down the days until you're in sunny Florida. So what are you waiting for? Go ahead and book your stroller or crib from Kingdom Strollers today.
0: Alrighty, so. Diving into Disney Christmas gifts. Before we start the before we start the main topic, I do want to point out Matt and I made independent lists of each other. And so I, I don't know if we're just gonna maybe let's just go through your list first, Matt, and then we can we can bounce back to mine. I kinda categorize my thing. So I have like household items, some toys, travel accessories, books, and you just kinda listed what what I think are some really cool Disney Christmas gift ideas. So pretty much I, I kinda just made a list for Matt. When I made
1: this and decided, Hey, well, you know, what would I want? Or, you know, if I had, um, if I had children, what would I, what would I, what would I want to get them? Um, I'm a, I'm the kind of person that buys gifts for people that I would want. So, um, we'll kind of start with that. So the first one I have on here and it's, it's going to be hot, Tom, this is going to be a hot, hot ticket item. Um, everyone's watching the Mandalorian now. Um, actually there was an episode that dropped, um, we're what two episodes in three episodes in now. We're, we're, a f- we're a few in. Yeah, I, I, me and my wife, we haven't called up yet because um, she's in grad school right now and you know, time's precious for her. But I did watch the first episode, but I have a couple to catch up on. But one of the things this year is going to be um, a Star Wars The Mandalorian The Child animatronic doll by Hasbro. Um, this is about 60 bucks. You can get it on Target or Amazon. And if you remember like the Furbies back in the day or the Tickle Me Elmo's or the Elf on the Shelf, I have an idea that this is going to be um, a similarly... Um, popular item what's really cool about this one is it has animated reactions to your touch so whether you're petting his head or you're laying him down you know eyes open eyes closed he you know moves around a little bit so it's very interactive which i think would be fun and i'm the kind of person that likes to have disney stuff you know maybe on my desk at work or my in my office at home so this is something that even if i won't play with it as much as a child might i think it would be fun to have and goodness gracious the baby yoda is not the cutest thing in the world so tom would this be something you would want
0: yeah, so I I mean, I'm I'm like you. I, I maybe will put something on my desk or or um, you know, an end table in my office. You know, I did buy like the the 90th I think it was the 90th birthday celebration Mickey cup that they were selling at Cosmic Rays. I bought it off of eBay because I, which I always talk against. I got it for retail price off eBay. I had to pay shipping, but they do still sell that in the parks and I'm kind of like, man, I could have avoided paying the shipping costs. But that's neither here nor there. This will be a hot item. Probably not something I'm going to buy for myself because, like you said, I know kids would enjoy this more than I would. And maybe it's something down the road when it's when it's easy to find, and maybe I would get it. But no, I, I think that anything relating or related to the child from The Mandalorian is going to be a hot item. I mean, we we've talked about this in in past episodes that Disney wasn't able to keep up with the demand on the child type merchandise at Disney. So. Um, as you as you heard, Matt said Target and Amazon. Those are two places you could find it. I would probably look on Amazon just so I don't have to deal with constantly going into a Target trying to find it. Yeah, the next one on the list is actually kind of funny for me because it was
1: either last Christmas or the Christmas before. It was, I think it was last Christmas. But, um, Tom, you and I both got the exact same Mickey Mouse plush doll from our in-laws, which is funny because, you know, it, it's not – it's not Christmas if I don't get something Disney-related, either, you know, from my mom or from, you know, my, my in-laws or my wife. And this actually is Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse. Um, it's a holiday gift set bundle from Build-A-Bear. Um, you can buy it as a bundle or you can buy them se- separately. Um, Mickey Mouse is $52.50 and Minnie is $50.50. Um, the Mickey doll is packaged with a seasonal outfit consisting of a Santa cap, scarf that's embroidered, and pants. And Minnie is packaged with her own special outfit, included a Santa cap and dress. Um, what's cool about this is both dolls have the option of being shipped stuffed or unstuffed. So if you're someone who likes to take their kid to a Build-A-Bear workshop, they can actually bring their Mickey or Minnie in, and they can stuff the, the plush um, stuffing in themselves at your local Build-A-Bear. But this is pretty cool because, you know, it's not often that you get Mickey or Minnie in in holiday attire. And it's something that could be put up in the house around Christmas time, and be a, a, just a cool um, talking point, you know, when you talk about, you know, you love for Disney with whoever comes in your house. So like I said, Tom and I each got some some Mickey dolls last year, which is hilarious. But this is something that I think would be great for, you know, a kid or a nephew, you know, something like that. So, hey, Pete, here's a good idea for you.
0: Yeah. So this is a great idea. And Build-A-Bear was, was big when I was a kid. And I can remember going to uh, like the Build-A-Bear workshop when it opened up about, an hour from our house, and, and the line wrapped around. This is probably still pretty popular during Christmas, but I like that that this can be shipped stuffed or unstuffed, where you can kind of do it yourself at home. Um, I, th- I think that's a neat a neat feature here. And I mean, who doesn't like Mickey and Minnie Mouse holiday gift sets? I'm sure this will be a hot item um, as well. Now, Matt, the next one you have on your list is a game that I love playing. Whether it's apples to apples, whether it's cars against humanity, those style games. What's what? What do you meme or or whatever that one's called? This is actually an apples to apples game, Disney edition that Matt's talking about. And one more I needed to. Uh, Code names Disney is also another fun Disney game, but apples to apples game, Disney edition. Uh, you can find it on Amazon, nineteen ninety nine, and it's classic apples to apples for the whole family. That's a great game. When I when
1: I thought about this, I thought about you know in my family. Santa would always leave a gift for the family as well. So, you know, you had your presents you opened up, and there was always one more in the back of the tree that was for the family. And it was usually a game of some sort. Um, in the past, it's been, um, you know, full-size Jenga sets, you know, larger-than-life Jenga sets or cornhole or something like that. But this is a fun game to play with the family. I mean, Apples to Apples can get kind of... I mean, it's pretty wholesome when you play Apples to Apples. Cards Against Humanity can get a little less wholesome. But I can't imagine this not being really fun. Um, it, it reminds me of when I was a little kid waiting in line, you know, we'd play guess the character and we'd start giving clues of who the character was. You know, we're waiting in line for attractions at Walt Disney world, but this would be fun to play. I mean, you know, apples to apples is a pretty quick game. It takes about an hour, hour and a half to finish. If you play, you know, to full five, um, to full five categories. Um, so I think it's fun. And like I said, we're always looking for things for the entire family. The next one on the list, we've talked about it before, but Disney ornaments, are never a bad idea to get, you know, the Disney enthusiast in your life. Um, you can get them kind of tailored to them if you know they have a favorite character, they have a favorite attraction, or you can just get, you know, your classic, you know, Mickey and Minnie, you know, by by a Christmas tree or something like that. Um, so Disney ornaments, you can find them almost anywhere. You can certainly find them in Disney parks. You can find them on Amazon, yeah, anywhere you want to shop, you can get Disney ornaments. And I know this is one that, Tom, you and your wife always have a Disney ornament at Christmas time.
0: Yeah, this is an interesting one. So th- this needs to be an early Christmas gift if you're going to do it because you want them to have time to put it on the tree and enjoy it that Christmas. And, you know, th- this is almost like a better – if they have like a like a July birthday, like a, like a little birthday gift looking toward Christmas. But, yeah, in general, I'm a huge Disney ornament fan. You can find them scattered all over our Christmas tree during the holiday season. We get one for each year we visit Disney. And we now have started, because we have had the opportunity to stay at some different resorts, we've started getting one for each resort we stay at. And so, that's kind of a cool way to remember it. Now, we do not get one every Disney trip, because that would just be outrageous, because we've taken a lot of weekend trips with the, with the when we had the annual passes, or we do still have them currently, but... Um, yeah, Disney ornaments, you can find them a lot of places. You can find them on Disney property. So far, a lot of what, what we've shared, we're trying to share things you can get both at Disney and away from Disney. And Disney ornaments are a uh, a great way to keep the magic alive in your home during the holiday season. Now, as it relates to buying Disney things or going to Disney World, or if you have a, a family member going to Disney World, a Disney gift card is a great Gift. You can use it in the parks, you can use it online, you can use it at any Disney store. And I'll tell you a funny story from our last trip. I may have shared this on an episode already, so if so, I apologize. But there was maybe maybe a four or five-year-old little girl, that at most, at most that age probably. And the parents were behind us talking to her about, hey, you can have this gift or you can have a Disney balloon. And you could tell the mom was like, whatever she wants between these two, we'll get them. And the dad was trying to convince her to get the, maybe it was just a, a little a little stuffed animal or whatever, you know, something she could take home. And the dad said, honey, the balloon will only last a couple of days, but the other item you can play with the whole way home. You can play with it at home. Well, she was like, I want the balloon. And this little girl just like has her little Disney gift card in her hand. And the dad's like, well, she has that Disney gift card from your mom. Right. And the mom says, yes, our daughter has spent that Disney gift card 10 times over well over the amount that it was intended to be spent. So, It was kind of funny because this little kid, I'm sure was like, here's the card. Give me the, you know, I want the gift. You know, she was, uh, that's how it worked for her. But this is one way to budget for a trip. You know, maybe you, maybe you go ahead and say, I don't want to spend more than if I'm at the parks a week, I don't want to spend more than a hundred dollars on souvenirs to whatever your number is. Put it on a Disney gift card. When that's out, it's out. Don't get the credit card out. Don't get the cash out.
1: Yeah. And it's one of those things too, where, you know, if you had that situation where the child was overspending their gift card. You know, you could always, you know, tell a child, you know, you have a Disney trip coming up and, you know, at Christmas time or birthdays or, you know, just for doing the chores, you could, you know, order a $25 card and that, you know, build up over time so they have some spending money. And like Tom said, it is a great way to budget because, you know, if you have a couple extra dollars at the end of the month, you could go ahead and buy a Disney gift card and, you know, have your money throughout the year that you're kind of building up and saving for your awesome Disney trip. One of the things, one of the reasons I like the Disney gift card, though, is because, you know, some people can be tricky to shop for. And you know they love Disney, you know that they would definitely spend this, and I think last year, um you know I gave this to you and your wife, didn't I, Tom? Didn't we give you a Disney gift card for Christmas and we knew that we we just knew that they would go and they would use it and I think we gave you like a hundred bucks or something towards the meal. I can't remember how much it was.
0: you guys gave us a, a decent amount of money and said, we want you to use this in Epcot, and if you don't want to use it there, you know take take go out to eat somewhere, but yeah, it was kind of cool because when we were going around the world showcase, it's like oh. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, Matt. Neal- uh, Matt. Thank you, Matt. So, yeah, that was uh, that was kind of funny.
1: Well, it's cool. I but think this is a good idea for someone you know is going to buy something that you could never pick out for them. I mean, some people are just tricky shoppers, and um, so that was why this is on the list. I think it's a good one. It's you know, some people like to give people you know things they can touch and hold and feel, like you know, the difference in a balloon and the difference in a, you know plus doll you can play with for a while. But um, Disney gift cards are never a bad way to go. Um, right now, um, you know, it might not be the, the most fun gift to receive, but, you know, you can do a stocking stuffer with a Disney cloth face mask of your favorite character or your, your favorite attraction or your favorite park. Because um, I don't think you're going to get away from wearing face masks, at least at Walt Disney World for a little bit. So um, while it's not, yeah, it's not something that's going to be I a year over year gift, it'll definitely be a gift for 2020.
0: Yeah, I think that's a, a, a good stocking stuffer item. Disney face, Disney masks, uh, they do sell them in the parks. They are $6 a mask. You can get an annual pass discount. I would assume you can get a, a vacation club discount on those too. I didn't ask. And so they have them available there. They have them available on Disney's website, I believe. What I would tell you is the larges don't fit me very well. Like I, I would need the XL if you were doing the Disney made ones. And I just don't know what it is. I mean, I, I don't feel like I have a huge face. Maybe I have a, just a massive face. But most most adult males who have bought maybe one there, they need the XL. So keep that in mind if you are going to buy it from Disney World. Because like they have a extra small that I wouldn't imagine a three-year-old. I like could be tops out like a three- or four-year-old probably. Yeah, hundred so. percent.
1: Face masks for right now—they're going to be a thing. Stocking stuffer, inexpensive gift, um, and even though you know, I have coworkers um, from past jobs who are Disney nuts, and they—I mean, nowadays some people have to wear their face mask at the office or whatever, they—they they would enjoy wearing um, a Disney face mask. The next one I think is pretty fun. Um, you can go two ways with this, but it's a Disney holiday sweater. Um, you know, you, you can be as classy with them as you want, where it just has you know Mickey Mouse, Mickey Mouse um, ears you know, like emblem over like your, um, your heart or something like that. Or it could be, you know, a funny, funny, goofy, um, like actually the character goofy, um, holiday sweater. And, you know, you can take these to a tacky Christmas sweater party. You could wear them, you know, to work if you get, you know, some of the classier ones, or it could be a, like a kind of a gag gift for someone, you know, really doesn't like Disney that much. And then, you know, they have this, you know, for maybe kind of, um, uh, Tom, what's it called? Obviously secret Santa, but what's the, What's the Christmas thing where you get around and you can steal a present from somebody? Everyone, white is it white elephant? I think it's a white elephant party. Yeah, so this would be a great white elephant party gift. Um, I think that'd be a lot of fun. I think it'd be funny for whoever ends up with maybe you know a funny goofy <laughs> um, holiday sweater. But I mean, I think that you know some holiday sweaters look great, like even on the golf course. You know, you could have a you know a classy sweater and you know, it can look pretty fresh.
0: Yeah, so this is also one you can find at Target. I have not. I typically go my wife and I. Um, it's been a while, but we used to really like tacky, tacky Christmas sweater parties, and that was my go-to spot. Target was my go-to spot to find one. I would assume that with Disney's partnership with Target, they'll have some some Disney sweaters that are both tacky or not tacky. I mean, I guess that's uh, everyone can decide that for themselves if it's tacky or not. But um, no, this is a, this is a good gift and it's a fun gift and it's something that. That, you know, to Matt's point, you can wear it a couple places. If somebody thinks it's a joke, you can roll right with it and take it as a joke. If, even if you think it's serious or if somebody loves Disney, they may be, may be jealous of it. The the next one here um, is that I saw this
1: actually. I was looking for Christmas gifts for my family and I ran across a, Dis, a Disney Parks cookbook. And, you know, I'm glad Pete's on this episode because I might actually get that for him this year for Christmas because, I mean, he loves going to Disney and he loves the food at Walt Disney World. Um, you know, for my mom or my wife, you know, they don't cook that much. So I thought about it and I quickly forgot about it. But yeah, Disney Parks cookbook could be, could be a lot of fun. I mean, Tom, I know you and your wife do a decent amount of cooking and y'all are down to try new things. And, you know, with your annual pass running up, you might want something like this to kind of bring Disney into your kitchen.
0: Yeah, I mean, of the three on the podcast, I cook the least. I mean, I know you and Pete love cooking. And Pete, he does like Disney Snacks, treats, things to eat at Disney. So, of the three of us, I would say Pete would probably get the most enjoyment. But if you do want to taste the Disney at home, this is not a bad gift. Um, I don't Matt. Did you see where they sell this? I I don't know where they sell this. I saw it Outside on Amazon. World. So I mean, okay. Amazon pretty much has anything. But if you
1: just type in Disney Parks Cookbook, I think it's about fifty bucks. So I mean, it's not inexpensive for a cookbook,
0: but it's a cool idea. So. This is one uh, the last one on the list that, that Matt put together is Disney jewelry. and I know for my wife she at one point really enjoyed wearing the Alex and Ani bracelets. I think that's how you pronounce it. and her favorite park was uh, Animal Kingdom and then you know a dream is your a wish your heart makes was one of her favorite things and they had all these through different Alex and Ani jewelry items and they really weren't that expensive as it as you can you know relatively speaking. To what you see at Disney. So I have gotten her a few of those. Um, I believe I've gotten my mom an Alex Nani bracelet from Disney. Matt, here you have Belle's Enchanted Rose ring as one item.
1: Yeah, so um, this was probably three years ago. I can't remember if it's Zales or what. I mean, it's a chain jewelry store, but they partner with Disney. And um, a couple years back, you know, my wife's favorite Disney movie is um, Beauty and the Beast. And Belle is her favorite character. So I actually got her the enchanted rose ring and it's, it's beautiful. Um, it's a, it's a great piece of jewelry. I, I mean, it, it was kind of expensive. I think I paid about $400 for it, but um, it was something that when I saw it, it was the, and I gave it to her for Christmas actually as well. It was something that she never expected to get. And, you know, I'm not someone who buys my wife a lot of jewelry. Um, my wife doesn't wear a lot of jewelry actually, but um, this rose ring, she wears it all the time. She gets compliments on it. People always know exactly what it is. But they've done some different things now. I think there's a necklace that's a Jasmine necklace from um, Aladdin, or it might be a ring as well. They have the Little Mermaid. They have you know, Sleeping Beauty, Cinderella. Any Disney princess you can think about, there's a Disney princess line. And, and I want to say I got it from Zales. But if you just go to your local mall and walk around, you'll see it advertised. They, they especially start advertising this around Christmas time, and you'll see the commercials as well. But this is something that my wife loves. She probably wears it five times a week at minimum. And, um, you know, I know she would wear it at Disney World as well and probably show Belle her Enchanted Rose ring. But so that's an idea. These are a little bit more expensive, but, you know, there's a price point for everybody. And um, there are different price points, you know, in this this you know Enchanted Princess collection. So
0: just an idea. And it's a fun one, I think. Before we jump to my list, I don't know if it's the angle or maybe I do have a large face thinking about those Disney face masks. Maybe that's the issue with that. <laughs> Where that large doesn't fit me, but anyway, going to uh, going to the list that I put together, and and like I mentioned at the top of the episode, I broke these into categories, and I have you know anywhere from like two to five within each category, so I don't want to spend an immense amount of time on them. Uh, Matt definitely had a I would say a better list uh, with more meat to the bone as it comes to the items, and mine was more of let's just get some items out there. So I'll start with the first one as as I did Disney household items, and I'll name them all, and we can kind of talk about them. So the four that I listed that are cool to me: a Mickey waffle maker, a Mickey mug warmer, Death Star ice ball maker, and then a lot anything really by Thomas Kincaid. But the Disney calendar, especially especially if you have a trip on the books, it's it's cool. I gave my mom a Disney Kincaid or Thomas Kincaid Disney calendar one year where she could count down to our Disney trip. So of these four items, the one that probably sticks out to me the most is a Mickey waffle maker. But I also understand the fact that. My waffle will not taste nearly as good as it does at Disney, so it's also depressing.
1: I think the waffle maker is a lot of fun. Um, you know, it's not going to taste as good as it tastes at Chef Mickey's, but um, yeah, you can play around with the recipe, play around with the batter, and maybe, you know, next Christmas, figure it out in time. But a Mickey Mouse waffle maker, who doesn't like Mickey Mouse waffles? You know, just a if you're having a bad day or you had a bad day the day before and you want to start your day off right, yeah. Fire up some Mickey some Mickey waffles or even for kids, you know, it could be a lot of fun for Saturday morning Mickey waffles or even
0: Christmas morning Mickey waffles. The Mickey well, mug warmer seems pretty cool. Go ahead, Tom. Oh, I was going to say, if you're talking about the Mickey mug warmer, here's why this is cool to me. You can't put a lot of coffee mugs from Disney World. You have to really read about the ones that can go in the microwave. I would think you could put them on a mug warmer, though.
1: Yeah, I would think so. I mean, because most of them are ceramic, and they put them in the, in the dishwasher or microwave. And some some things can happen, but this isn't you know heat from all angles coming in. It's just heating the bottom. This is something that you know I would I would I would love to have. I think my wife would like it more. My wife can actually drink coffee when it's cold. Like she can let a cup of coffee sit for like an hour and a half. I, I just can't do it. So this would be perfect for me because I don't like coffee like piping hot, but I still like it really hot. So if I had this, that'd be great. I've seen the Death Star Ice Ball Maker, and that that just seems, like, awesome. I mean, if you have a Star Wars person in your in your house or your, in your life or a friend of yours, by all means, like, get this Death Star Ice Ball Maker. That would be something someone would probably never buy for themselves because it's kind of one of those little trinkets. It's not really something that, you know, people go to the store to buy for themselves. They don't have it on their Christmas list, but by all means, yeah. And then with the Thomas Kinkade Disney Calendar... Thomas Kincaid does so much stuff with Disney on the, in, you know, just in the art world where he has paintings, he has calendars, he has, um, figurines, he has everything in the world. So a Disney calendar would be fun. I think what you did for your mom, Tom, that'd be awesome. You know, having a countdown for a Disney trip. Um, My wife would actually love this. So I might actually do this as a kind of a small gift because it's hard to find smaller gifts for folks at Christmas time. You know, it's either like a TV or socks. You know, there's really not much in between. So like getting these little tiny things, it's awesome.
0: So the next category I had, it was Disney. It's kind of evolved. It's Disney toys, video games, um, maybe an electronic way to consume Disney. So here are the things that I have listed on there. I think I've always thought, I've always thought Legos were were fascinating, but I've never been patient enough to go through and build everything, if that makes sense. But the Lego Disney train and station is one of the coolest things I've ever seen. It's extremely expensive. It's controlled by Bluetooth. You can control the speed, the music, all of that. Uh, so that's one gift. There's a Slinky Dog in like retro packaging that's kind of cool. And I think any of the Toy Story characters are cool Christmas gifts. Anything Mandalorian related. We already talked about the child, but really anything Mandalorian related is a cool uh, Disney toy or or even if it's just a trinket you put on your desk. Um, video games. So Kingdom Hearts is one that pops out of my head. I did play the most recent Kingdom Hearts, which is now a little, a little older. You can probably find it fairly inexpensive. If you do have uh, someone at your home that does play video games, you can look for all kinds of Disney video games. And then the last one that I think is a cool gift, and this is something my wife and I give her family every year, we buy Netflix for the family every year, but what if someone bought you Disney Plus for the year? That's kind of a cool gift. Now it, it would be what seventy two ish eighty bucks a gift because you're, you're obviously buying it for the year, but or what if this lets you <laughs> split a login? You know, give them their, give you your login information to them. But those were kind of the uh, toys and and videos and different ways to consume Disney ideas that I had. And honestly,
1: I mean the Disney Plus idea. Especially, you know, I, I know a lot of people are strapped for cash around the holidays and maybe even more this year in particular, um, you know, with everything that's going on. But if you do have Disney Plus and you have people in your life that you think would enjoy it, I think you have, what, up to seven logins that people can be watching simultaneously. It might even be more than seven. I know that I have seven on my account right now. I have a, the whole world watching Disney Plus on my account. You know, it's all family, but... I can't remember how many you can get, but if you're strapped for cash and you already have it, you know, it's something that could be a gift that you give all year long, throw somebody on your account and there's nothing wrong with doing that.
0: So Disney plus, I think they allow multiple account- or profiles on someone's account, but no more than four simultaneous streams. We share our Disney plus with my mom and it's, it, we've never run into an issue where there's too many streams going, but that is a, um, if Disney Plus, is, I'll put it like this: If Disney Plus is something in your life that you already pay for, so, and someone else has always talked about wanting it, it's a gift you don't really have to pay for, and it still will, will be. Uh, it'll be nice for that person that's receiving it. So, the the next what, category. Well, what, I, I had, oh, hey, I hey, I didn't get to talk about any of these. <laughs> oh, I, I, I'm sorry. I, I know we we were talking about Disney Plus. My bad. I thought we were just skipping to it. Um, no, I, I like to talk about toys and trinkets and video games too. Um,
1: yeah, the, the Lego Disney train, sta- train station is, is really awesome. Um, I've seen, I've seen that in action that that's top notch. And like Tom said, it is expensive, but it's awesome. But you can also do, um, she some smaller Disney Lego sets. Um, I mean, I remember going to Disney Springs back when it was, um, not called Disney Springs. I can't remember. Why, why, why am I blanking on that right now? But anyway, um, well, downtown Disney, <laughs> I remember going to the Lego shop there and just being amazed at all the Disney Disney Legos they had. Um, you know, Mr. Potato Head would be fun, or Woody. You know, any toy that's you know your favorite, like a kid's favorite, you know, favorite movie or favorite character. You know, go ahead, throw that in there. I know that um, my brother-in-law one year got a Buzz Lightyear, and it was his favorite toy of all time. That was right when Toy Story came out. Um, anything Mandalorian, yeah, obviously. Video games, you know, I don't play a lot of video games anymore. But, um, yeah, video games would be great. Like we touched on Disney+, Plus, that, that's awesome. So, Tom, now
0: you can go to your next category. So the next category I had, it was Disney travel accessories. And I'll, and I'll run through these two. You know, a, an external charger if you have folks going to the parks, or if not. I mean, I, I sometimes am just too lazy to uh, plug my phone in. I'll just carry an external charger around with me around the house. Uh, travel pillows if somebody's traveling to Disney World especially uh, ponchos. And, and I guess I did build a lot of these as if someone is going to Disney. So again, external charger, travel pillow, ponchos, a parade blanket. When those return, when the parade returns, uh, to have something to sit on, on the side. And then this one's kind of interesting to me, a Brita water filter bottle. This does not have to only be used at Disney. I'm somebody who hates Disney water fountain, just the taste of it. I have no, I don't know if it's Florida water. I don't like, or just Disney water fountain water. I don't like, but a Brita, water filter bottle is a pretty cool gift that's interesting you bring up the water because i noticed the
2: same
1: thing when i go to disney and you know i lived in florida for a year as well and i definitely tasted a difference in water you know i was in south florida i wasn't in you know the middle of the state but yeah (laughs) i have noticed the water tastes a little a little funky um i mean any anything that you see that's disney related that you know can be travel stuff i mean even like getting somebody a disney towel you know, some people love a Disney beach towel. You know, if they live close to the beach, they can, you know, go to anything with your, someone's favorite Disney characters they can't miss. You know, you're, they're going to love it. They're going to know you thought about them. Because a lot of times Christmas is just knowing the person you're getting the gift for. And and they feel special when they they recognize, hey, you know, I told, I told Tom or I told Matt, you know, two years ago that Donald was my favorite character. They remembered that and they found something for me that was a little thing. I mean, this is stuff that you can do for people around the office, you know, some fr- you know family or friends. Just something little that doesn't cost you a lot of money, but it can brighten their day. It's, it's often all it takes to really make someone else feel special.
0: And then the last topic I had was, was Disney books. If you have readers in your family, uh, Ride of a Lifetime by Bob Iger. It, I, I have not read any of these books, so I do want to. Except I've read one of these books. Other than that, I'm not a big reader. And it, you could argue that the one book I've quote unquote read, I just flip through and look at the pictures. So. A Ride of a Lifetime by Bob Iger is a top seller. People do enjoy it. And then I, I included two different Imagineering books because I find Imagineering absolutely fascinating. Mark Davis, Imagineering, the Imagineering, the Disney theme parks, and then Walt Disney Imagineering Behind the Dreams: Look at Making More Magic. Those are just a few examples. You can go on Amazon and type in Disney books and find tons of tons and tons of options. Now, the one I did not include. Uh, that, that I was referencing earlier that I've read is Disney's burn bomb. If you have someone going to Disney, it's a, an awesome gift to give someone a Disney burn bomb book to flip through and look at everything, all the new attractions they can read about. There's, there's, tr- there's tips and tricks and travel ideas and things to pack things not to pack. So that is also a, uh, a really, a a, a, re- a repeatable buy. You can buy that book as often as the Disney parks, uh, change and grow. I agree with you, Tom. Um,
1: a couple of Disney books though, you know, just, just, I'm thinking off the top of my head. I know there's Disney at Christmas books. They're kind of like a a coffee table book. And that can be a great book to give someone at Christmas time where you can see the magic of Disney Christmases, you know, for the entire holiday season. Um, you know, my wife actually for Christmas last year, she, um, found at a thrift shop, um, an old, um, the animation of Walt Disney or Walt Disney's animation book. And it's really cool to watch how he created or read about how he created characters, um, and the last thing I will say on the on the books, Tom, is you don't always have to get somebody you know a book they have to read. You can also get an audiobook. You know, for people that are, are traveling a lot, and they just they're not big readers, but they can listen in the headphones when they're at the gym. You know, so maybe look for some Disney audiobooks that people would like to listen to. For sure. Uh, oh, Tom, sure. real quick. On that I- note, um, a free gift that you can give anybody is. Grab their phone at Christmas and subscribe to them to this podcast so they get Disney all year round for their listening pleasure.
0: That is a, that's a, that's a great idea. There's, there's, we obviously want you to listen to our podcast, but we're not people who are saying, Hey, just listen to ours. Don't listen to others. There's a ton of Disney podcasts out there. So, um, you know, search Disney. Hopefully, hopefully you pick us to listen to as well as your other, but we want you to consume all the content from, from Disney. You can, as long as it includes consuming our content. Exactly. Um, always you know always put the brand first right tom anyway
1: um now the the biggest the biggest disney gift that we could think to give anybody um tom you've done this before haven't you a trip to disney yeah that's what i'm thinking about you've either i thought you gave it to your mom or you went with your mom at disney to at, at disney for christmas we Look. went
0: we went during christmas but um i have not financially given a trip to disney to anyone but this is Obviously, it's a popular Christmas gift every year. I mean, it's a family gift that the, the the big gift the parents give the kids. And I don't know. I mean, this would be this is an incredible idea. If uh, if you're going to Disney, no matter what, try to keep it a secret from your family and give it to them at Christmas.
1: Yeah, and it's one of those things too where you know you don't have to make that you know make that financial commitment right now. We've talked about it a lot. You know, I had my brother in law who financed a trip to Disney. He paid over seven months. So you know if you're if if you want to start doing something this year, this Christmas, I think you can go, what, like six or seven months out, you can start financing a Disney trip. So maybe, you know, if you want to do this next Christmas, you know, it's an idea that you got from this podcast today. And, you know, wait till about, you know, June, July and, you know, start throwing 200 bucks a month at a Disney trip and start buying the gift cards. And you'll be surprised how inexpensive a Disney trip can be when you don't just take it out of your pocket
0: in one lump sum. Yeah, that's definitely the best way to do it. And that's the way we've done them, uh, even with the annual passes. We'll, we'll kind of chip away and save some money for different hotels. Uh, but the first trip, my wife and I went on. We put the down payment down. And it's interest free through Disney's website as long as it's paid before the before the trip. And so that is a good way to uh, kind of throw some different some money at it. But on that note, I hope we gave you guys a lot of different ideas. It is uh, it is the season of giving now, and uh, we're we're turning the page uh, right past Thanksgiving into into Christmas. So you have some time to get some of these gifts. But on that note, I will um, I'll take us here to the to the secret and Trivia Question of the Week. So start with the secret, did you know, if you're looking for something different to do in Disney World and you want to learn interesting information on Disney dining, you can take a behind-the-scenes tour, and it's free, of Disney restaurants at the Animal Kingdom Lodge. You can see Boma, Jiko, and Sanaa. They offer daily walking tours totally for free at the Animal Kingdom Lodge. So that is, uh been trying to give out some free things to do on the secrets, and there's, there's another one of them. Going to the trivia question from last week. We asked you, which Disney Deluxe Resort also had its own, has its own butterfly garden? Of course, many of you got this one correct. The answer is Disney's Contemporary Resort. It's home to a small butterfly garden. Most guests walk right by it on the way to the pool. Uh, but at the right time of the year, it is absolutely chock full of butterflies and flowers. It's an excellent spot for children and adults to take a break from the rushed pace of the parks and a Disney vacation altogether. Going to the trivia question of this week. I think pretty easy, but... You will decide if it's easy or not. We'll see how many people can get this one right. I hope we have all the the most I hope we have the most correct answer we ever had. So the question is what Disney Resort offers horseback riding? Pretty simple. There is a Disney resort on property that offers horseback riding. Which one is it? You can tweet us at MinduWW Podcast or email us at MinduWW at gmail.com. That's it for us this week. Please tune in next week for some more Disney magic. Look for us on Twitter at WW Podcast. And if you have any suggestions, questions, or comments, please tweet us or email us at MinduWW at gmail.com. If you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe and leave a review. It really does help us out. And thank you again for listening and giving us the most valuable thing you have, your time. We will see you next week.